Eat anything, you're like a goat. <laughs> they cut you open, I'm gonna find a license plate. <laughs> and the little kittener boy <laughs> spilled out all over the pier. Wow, that was like March, <laughs> wasn't that March? Right. No, I think it was like April, was it? Was it yeah, end of April. early or late? End of right. April, okay, so two months. So it's mm-hmm. not too it's not bad. bad, it's like it's uh, chocolate can like. Can be okay for like a while. Yeah, I feel. So if you want to just bring the mic down just a little bit closer. See, he's already starting. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love that. Cause that that mic is very that mic is very sensitive. Okay. Uh, for like a singer, uh, right directly into it, while everybody else is more a little bit more broad, open. Gotcha. That's good. Thank you very much. Eat the mic. Yes. But. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, thank you. No problem. <laughs> oh my All gosh. Right, the See, Pokemon you're, music. you're fitting in You gotta perfectly. get the Pokemon music so you're she can sing. No, please don't do that to me because I don't know if I actually remember the lyrics and if I don't, I'll, like, it will be like a whole thing it's with my Israeli friends. But nobody it. will understand you, so it's okay. <laughs> you can just make up whatever you want just in the tune. I can nobody be like, hey, here is gonna... <laughs> exactly. None of us we can correct you. In the tune of the Pokemon song, you can say whatever you want. No one's gonna know. We'll all be like, that brought a tear to my eye that was so beautiful oh my gosh wait before we get started i think i saw do you like watching a lot of movies d yes i i saw one of the best promotional posters out there you ever seen the shaft poster you know, you know the shaft came out wait are you talking about the regular the or are you talking about something else no shaft you know samuel oh, jackson okay. he came out a sequel yes where you have the old shaft samuel jackson's the current shaft and his son is now the new shaft yeah and it says the the, the poster at the top says more shaft than you can handle yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! That's the best poster I've ever seen in my life. I love that. That's my favorite of 2019. You know that they translate names of movies in the worst way in Hebrew. It's like it's it's the absolute worst. I've never heard anything like that. Really? Like the Hangover in Hebrew is on our way to the wedding was stopped in Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like such a boring movie. Why can't you just write? Hangover in Hebrew. Like, That's, we have a word for it. I guess that it's not the most beautiful word, but like, write hangover. Write it like. <laughs> they wrote, on our way to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I would never watch that. It's movie. a phrase. <laughs> Sounds boring. I give it one star just in the title. Summarize the movie. There's somewhere a group on Facebook that shows all of those, the like the weird translation to the names. I have no idea why. Excellent. Staying on Pokemon, what would they have called Detective Pikachu? Pikachu. But what would they call the title of the film? With the accent, like you didn't hear her weird, accent. Yep, weird the yellow accent. thing with the, like you say, it's like a weird like the, the yellow, hangovers. This the whole I think I think they literally I think they literally like at that point they were just like yeah I give up. It's a Pikachu. It's just a Pikachu. Pokemon. It's a yeah, instead of Pokemon, it's Pokemon. <laughs> I think that's actually how you're supposed to say it because it does Pokemon. have an accent accent mark over the O. Ah. No, Jarrell? Japanese? <laughs> you would know. Is it Japanese? I think it's Japanese. Yeah. yeah right? No? Am I right? Am I wrong? <laughs> Did I, I just thought insult it was an anybody? Anime. It's Japanese, right? It's Japanese, yeah. yeah. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Can you phone your wife? Maybe she, she would yeah, know. Because your friends are here. <laughs> All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nerd Sport Presents, a hodgepodge cast where we have a bunch of not so random idiots, minus one, uh, <laughs> talking about stuff. Stuff meaning comic books, movies, video games, whatever. We're here. Hello. I am one of your hosts. This is Al. How's everybody doing today in the interwebs and in the studio today? Good. Very good. <laughs> They always do that to me. <laughs> well, you're asking about the inner way. You think you'd stop by now. You keep going. <laughs> to my immediate right, uh, we have a, a big house today. To my immediate right, we have nurse work manager herself. Jen. Jen. How are you doing today, Jen? Good, thanks. 
All right. Jen is just hanging out with us today. Sure. Exactly. To her immediate right, we have the president of the World Voice Ensemble. I got to give you your title, yes. dude. Yeah. <laughs> president of the World Voice Ensemble. Jarrell. Jarrell. Yes, sir. How you doing? I am well. I love your kinky locks. You're, you let that yes, let that grow out. Dude. Yes. Let Nicely it grow. gelled. <laughs> Nicely gelled. You got the soul glow I'm, glowing? I'm turning into a Roman Reigns over here. <laughs> yes. I didn't want to say anything. But yes. Whoa. No, no, you're not. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> no offense, Jarrell. No. <laughs> Roman Reigns. All the offense, Darrell. No. Earlier, Ray called him a goat, but you know, either way. Goat, greatest of all time. Goat. Uh, yeah. right. <laughs> That's what he meant. Yes. Roman Reigns in a funhouse mirror. <laughs> it's the before in the, you know, in the, uh, was it the Slim Fast commercial? Before. I'm not trying. I'm saying it. The before in the Slim Fast commercial. Jarrell uh, and Roman Reigns. Way before. Yeah, seafood diet. You see food, you eat it. I'm going to start losing more weight than Alex over here. I am Ooh. losing very little weight. Wait, you're going to start using cocaine? <laughs> Don't give away my secret, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's inside. To Jarrell's immediate As right. You point to your nose. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> to, <laughs> to Jarrell's immediate right, we have the evil one himself. Evil Ray. How you doing today, sir? Uh, vindictive. Nice. <laughs> Does it say Evil Ray on this shirt? Yeah. Nice. I love it. Love it. Oh, it does? Yeah. Yes, sir. Like, for real? Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. It has to be a tag. You know, I mean, it's, it's his shtick. You gotta know yourself, I suppose. Exactly. <laughs> it's his shtick. It's a warning. <clears throat> to Evil Ray's immediate right, we have Nerd Spork Illustrator himself. Pickle Vic. Pickle Vic's in the house. Woo! Clap for Pickle Vic. Oh, thanks, Alex. <laughs> you Thank you the, for that lukewarm you, response. You done with the illustration? <laughs> you done with the comic strip, Vic? You done with the comic strip? You're ready? Mm -hmm. Comic strip is ready? Huh? We're not talking about that right now. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> We're working right now. <laughs> Are you good? You yeah. Happy? Fine. Good. Absolutely awesome. good. Perfect. Now, today, we don't do it a lot. Uh, we've been doing a lot of movie reviews because of the way the movies have been set up and what we've been choosing throughout 2019. And it's been back-to-back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back -to -back movies. But on occasion, we'd like to have a guest on the show. Today, we actually have one, and I am so thankful she's here. Jarrell's friend, actor extraordinaire. Huh? huh? <laughs> Anything else that I can add to that? Um, no, I, I think that's pretty much it. I'm um, an actress and a singer and a performer overall. <laughs> and your name is? Adi. Adi Shore. Adi Shore. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thank you again for coming. Now, this is a real clap for this one. No, it's okay. Yay! I kind of like the singular clap, though. I've done every I've done every episode and never got any kind of response like that. But Aww, <laughs> sorry, Pickle Vic. Yeah. We love Pickle Vic though. Yeah. We love him. But yeah. not evil. Yeah. We love his Pickle Vic. I know. Evil Ray is evil. It's in his no, title. We can't love him. That just hurts. <laughs> <laughs> if it get, he gets all warm and fuzzy and he doesn't like it. You know it. how when people say you kill him with kindness, you can literally kill me with kindness. Well, kind. well, Everybody like applaud it, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge accepted. God damn you. We actually, because uh, usually when we're with together, after we do, either before or after we do a, a podcast, we usually go out and get something to eat near the mall here. I don't know if you've ever been near this mall here, but we don't really go there. Oh, we got to take you to the mall. It's, it's really nice. <laughs> Very Let's cool. Do it now. <laughs> it's very cool. Let's go to the mall. But there was one time we actually went to a restaurant, and I swear to God, I thought we were going to burst into flames because sitting right next to us was a group of nuns with this. Oh, dude. I remember that. <laughs> Wait, oh. when, when was this? What restaurant was it? Uh, Red Robin. Red Robin. Robin Ro Red Robin, right? Yeah, Red Robins. Yeah. They Man, closed. Rest in peace. They, yeah. they closed it. 
it's no longer there. Yeah. And no, a bunch of nuns there and we were scared. No, I'm not him. I'm not from the area at all. So malls and Red Robin was it? It was oh. burger and fried joint. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I mean I know McDonald's. I don't know if you ever Does heard that you, help? you never saw the commercial? <laughs> Red Robin. Red Robin. No. Yeah. No. 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 Well, it doesn't right. matter anymore. Well, I'm so <laughs> sorry, Robin. R.I.P. Well, Adi, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. One of the things I love to personally do is talk to people who are very passionate about things that I don't know about. <laughs> because I am i don't really have a talent of any kind, but nope. I like to talk to people who do have talent because they get so giddy and they have a glow on their face of how much passion they have of, of their craft, of their hobby, their nerddom. But look how passionate you are right now just by saying that. <laughs> so I, that's I, something I ab- that you're passionate about. I absorb that from He's you. like a leech. <laughs> I'm a leech. <laughs> I am a He's leech. He's a passion He's vampire. He's absorbing your power. <laughs> <laughs> He's a passion vampire. Taking it away. Yes. <laughs> He's drained by the end of this. Oh my gosh. Now, one of the things I like to do with my guests is anytime they visit the studio. By the way, do you like the studio? I this love it. This is Nerd it. Spork Studio, I aka am definitely the basement. a fan. I love the arcade games. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. I'm definitely probably going to spend some time here after we're done with this. It is. It's still in progress. No, but <laughs> I'm I'm a fan. I love this. I told you guys before that I'm a dork, so I'm I'm getting very excited over all the pictures and the Yoda and Mario random figures. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm excited. Yes, and my beautiful um, pictures, extraordinaire Snorlax. statues, and you're stuff like that. You're a spirit animal. I have tons. Yeah, Snorlax is my spirit animal. Yes, you're absolutely Mine's Grey right. Goose. Grey Goose? <laughs> what Pokemon is that again? The <laughs> <laughs> drunk one. <laughs> but he's a water Pokemon. Sloth, so it's kind of the same. The sloth? Yeah. Real quick, the studio, me and my father actually did the walls and everything. We actually like... Mostly his father. Wow. Yeah, mostly my dad is That's the architect behind it. I was just his lovely assistant under the foundation of the house. He shot a couple nails into this. And who yes. else helped you with the And of course, Pickle Vic and Evil Ray helped out and, and Jarrell over there. You know. <laughs> and Jarrell too. Jarrell. Well, he's busy. He was here one day. He's busy because he is the president of the World Voice Ensemble. Yeah, so. he's very busy. Very, very busy. Supervising. Yeah. Supervising, managing, you know, coordinating. Presidenting. Presidenting stuff. In between, in between GameStop runs. Yeah. <laughs> Mixing papers on his desk, yeah. trying to look important. <laughs> but I have a lot more shit stuff. I mean, I have yes. a lot more stuff that I have to put up, and I, I haven't put it up am, yet. I am, yeah, a big fan. I love this. Yes, thank it's you. so colorful and great. Yay, I love it. I love that you love it. Yeah. Thank you. See, his yeah. head is getting bigger. Thank you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> about what I'm passionate about or what he's passionate about, though, you see? Well, we spent That's the tricky. first five minutes talking about him. <laughs> I love that. I'm getting to know you guys. That's good. His so, basement, his walls. <laughs> <laughs> it's our stuff, though. It's right. It is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have that one? <laughs> no, you can't touch it right now. Don't don't go near that stuff, please. Who wants the Barbie doll? <laughs> That's actually Jen's right here. That's still hers from when she was a kid. That was mine when I was young, when I was my no younger than my daughter, and I wow. saved it and I gave it to her, and now it's. And now it's naked, naked in the corner. She's, she's having a blast. Look at her. With her arms up and everything. YMCA, am I right? <laughs> she was the my size wedding Barbie. I got that when I believe I was seven years old. And when my daughter turned six or seven, we gave it to her. Wow. And Does she haunt you at night? Clothes, the shoes, she's probably, the jewelry, she's probably wearing the outfit now. 
I've come down here many of times and scared myself when I would walk by the sca- Seriously, after watching films like Chucky, how can you possibly have something like that in your apartment not it's thinking that it's going to yeah. haunt you? Well, I think That's he was more scared he was going to get sued because yeah. it's naked. So it's like the <laughs> and we locked movement. the door at night. Yeah, yeah, one day they're going to have their vengeance, you know? It's, it's gonna be. <laughs> That's why you have That's, to be good to Mama. your dolls. That's be why I'm good, good to, to them. Okay. I'm good to the toys. It yeah, doesn't what happen does that mean? I'm good. <laughs> I'm not that good to my toys. <laughs> Yoda, don't look at me. No eye contact, Yoda. That's why he's facing the other way from me. <laughs> Yoda, Yoda was with his back to you. That's hilarious. No, no. Clean, I am not. Clean, I am not. <laughs> Your ass, prepare it. <laughs> no, one of the things, we love to get sidetracked in, in this thing, but Beautiful. one of the things no, I wanted to. natural element of what we One do. of the things that I wanted to say is since this is your first time, you're a first, a first time guest into the studio, have you ever done a strapito? Oh, uh, uh, what now? Why did you say that weird? Yeah. Here's, an, here's more of an important question before that. Yes. Do you drink alcohol? Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, no, mom. I'm, I, <laughs> never. <laughs> You're of age, right? I, I, uh, yeah, I look okay. like I'm 12, but I'm. Um, we asked that of all of our of guests. Age. <laughs> it's Can we see some ID? You're legal, right? <laughs> it's classified, but yes, absolutely. I have been um, of age <laughs> for a while. Do we have straws and beer? Do you drink beer? Uh, yeah. Do you want to drink beer right now? Absolutely. I like you even more now than I did <laughs> a few seconds ago. Can we do some straw vitos? Is Shouldn't it we possible? Get through this first? <laughs> Shouldn't we try to get through this sober first? <laughs> it, it helps lighten. Just once? No, no, no. First, no, no, no. First, he asked if you were legal. Second, <laughs> second he offered you a beer. <laughs> this is not going in a good direction. It came out all wrong. Usually, I have we do straw pedos where we just do a shot of beer, but we don't have to. We can do it another time. Oh, I love that straw pedo. Yeah, you never done one. No. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I'm, I'm a straw pedo. Who who person. wants to explain this? Because I'm bad no, at explaining. Your idea. Go ahead. This is your idea. Let you. You take a beer. Yes. And you take a straw. It has to be one of those bendy straws. And you put the straw Ones right. Ones that kill turtles. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Adi is an animal lover. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, Adi. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've had plenty of pets in the past. We have a pet, but no longer living with us, living with my sister-in-law. Oh, okay. It was that, Pekingese, that sounds doggy. suspicious, but okay. Yeah, he was like, no, it's no longer living. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. With us, with us. She lives with our sister-in-law. So now. you put a straw, one in of those bendy. Yeah, so. in, the, in the beer, yes. right? And then when you chug the beer, the straw still hangs out. Obviously, it hangs out, but you're not drinking through the straw. You're just wrapping the straw around your thumb to keep air flowing through it so it lets the beer go faster down your throat with no type of um, bottlenecking let's say <laughs> pretty much chugging old beer as fast as you can as fast as possible Gotta say, i haven't drank beer in a really long time but i'm intrigued <laughs> exactly that's what's gonna happen for me angry orchard i'll take a corona. i'll take that other orchard if it's there <laughs> wait do we have a bottle uh, opener evil ray hat he always carries one guy at parties whose birthday my birthday as of Monday. Oh. Happy well, birthday, Picklevick. Uh, but we can't say it like before, right? Oh. It's bad luck it or something. Passed. It's oh, passed. It was passed? Uh-huh. No, as of last Monday. Oh, oh, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I'm so sorry that I missed it. We're supposed to uh, celebrate, celebrate tomorrow. tomorrow. As of this recording, it's Friday. Ooh. So tomorrow's Saturday, and we're going to be doing that, yes. Fun. Uh, you're welcome to come if you can. Oh. I'm probably sure you can't, but you're, <laughs> it's an open invite because you're a guest, and we're happy 
for you to show up. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. I just didn't get a bottle opener. Evil Ray needs to pass it over. Duck! Jesus! Got it. All right. There we go. Wait, Thank I'm you. so nervous about this. Explain right. to me again. So, so I'm this putting is how my it th- works. You're going to have it like this, but okay. you're not going to squeeze it all the way. You want to make sure you're holding straw in place. It's going to pour down your throat incredibly fast. I want to watch someone do it before I do yeah. it. <laughs> Who's right. going to do it? Nah. Let Evil oh, Ray do okay. it. Oh, okay. He's on. Yeah, there you go. See, he's taking it down. Taking it down like a man. There you go. See? <laughs> He couldn't finish, but that's, that's pretty Are much the gist of it. Yeah. You're supposed to finish it, but this I'm was little, just a sample. I'm kind a little of rusty. Okay. <laughs> Usually, I'm a little rusty. All right. I haven't. I gotta say, I haven't drank beer in like forever, but I'm so intrigued. Well, Ang- about this. Angry Orchard is very. Uh, uh, it's fruity. not a beer. It's like a smoothie. Yeah, yeah. there you go. It's a smoothie. So it's apple juice. It's, apple it's juice. tangy apple juice. That's all. It always tastes juice. like one of those cuff syrups. Right? There you go. Uh. Adi, yes. cheers. Thank you again for coming. Let's cheers. Let's do this. One, two, three. I didn't drink anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. I drank a sip. I'm not good at this game. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look, this is so sad. You know what that you means? You guys, you can't see this right now. You know right what now. that means? That means you need to practice more. Practice um, more. Yeah, for next time, I guess I'm going to like. This is like I took it's two okay. sips. You hang out with confused. us, you'll get very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting experience. But thank you for trying, Adi. I'm thank you very much. I'm going to continue as we go along, yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, no, you can nurse it now. It was just... I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm trying to make it a... It. I'm trying to make it a tradition because uh, uh, we didn't do it with Reese, uh, but we did it with Mike. We had a, another uh, guest here. His name is... We call him Awesome Mike. He's like awesome a... Awesome I want to be Awesome Adi. Mm. Is because you, you want to be awesome too? <laughs> Let's see how no, I'm this kidding. Goes. Yeah, exactly. You can't call me that after no. what I did here. He's a he's like an MMA fighter kind of thing. He he does a lot so of jujitsu, awesome. and he has a championship yes. belt that he actually won and, and earned. he could kill us with his hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You awesome. know, I I can't do that. I very can, I can intimidating. Try, very intimidating guy. Really tall. I mean, I'm pretty tall, but he's taller than me. But he's and muscular. He's, and he's muscular. He's big guy. But when he drinks like this stuff, he's a puppy. And he's my friend. And he's her. <laughs> so we had him on the podcast uh, many light moons ago and he What's was fun. light moon <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's my new thing i i i just finished the chugging that <laughs> speaking gibberish he's speaking jewish so adeen yes the, the way we do things with a guest is i have questions right here oh so many questions you have answers yes hopefully yes and we're gonna go through them together yes. And it's going to be fun, hopefully. I can't wait. So, As I try to chug this. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, there you go. No, not going to. We were talking. I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Adi. Yes. You said actress. Yes. Please forgive me the beer Singer. getting to me. Singer. Singer, actress. One before. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really eat a lot today I mean, either. <laughs> dog lover. Whatever you want to Dog lover. Dog, cat. All animals? I love all animals, except for, like, mosquitoes. Well, but those are insects. They exactly. Don't they don't count. But um, definitely, I'm, I'm a dog person. Do, do you have a pet? I have a pet dog back home. I'm actually originally from Israel. Israel? Um, yeah. Cool. And my dog now lives with my brother, but I love him. His name is Tommy, and he's a Tommy. Shiba Inu. Um, oh. Yeah, <laughs> Jarrell woke up. <laughs> family has a Shiba. What, Jarrell? I can't hear you. You might want to my grab. My wife. My wife. 
wife's family has a Shiba in Japan. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. it's a wonderful dog. And Tommy is literally the love of my... He's like my child. Uh-huh. Um, but he lives in Israel with my brother. And he actually has a Facebook page, so you can follow him. Um, I think it's called Shiba Tommy or something like that. Shiba Tommy on Facebook. Okay, what like the that. hell it's a is a Shiba? A Shiba Inu. Shiba. It's a breed of dog. It's a beautiful Very dog. It's a little, a little dog with to the pointy Google ears. Machine. It's the dog they that has all the memes, literally. They come in like brown and black and white. All the uh-uh. dogs come in brown or black and white. <laughs> My dog oh, is yeah, not brown. Dog My dog is like, like fox red. Oh, that's beautiful. It can be golden, too. Oh, he looks like a fox. That is the dog in the meme that goes like this. <laughs> that's what I meant but after that beer I, my colors are getting confused yeah he wanted he wanted to say like says red the, and says the brown. teacher golden uh, golden this is also not red you're 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 pointing at a corona but you know <laughs> he wants another one already it's okay. all about a deed today oh no really yeah so you said you're uh, originally from Israel I am born there came here how, how, how long you've been in the country uh, only for three years, actually. Really? I moved here three years ago. Exactly. Three um, years? I, in, yeah, in June 2016. I moved here to study um, musical theater uh-huh. and acting um, in a school called the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Um, in short, AMDA. It's right next to Lincoln Center. Oh. And it's a conservatory program that I learned a lot from. And the past year, I've been just living here being um, a little bit over a year because I graduated in February of 2018. But I've been acting in multiple productions and it's been a blast. Yeah. I'm sorry, you, you graduated already? Yeah, I graduated year. in um, February 18, 2018. Oh, wonderful. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. How do you like how, how do you like it here uh, compared to um, Israel? I love it. I feel like I definitely belong to New York City um, and I would like to spend more years in the city but it's very different from home there are things that remind me a lot of tel aviv the city that i'm from because Mm -hmm. um tel aviv is also very like liberal very um welcoming loving um colorful and alive but a it's much smaller obviously because most things feel small in comparison to new york and also if there's something that i really miss is the beach life that is a huge part of tel aviv and New York City has some beaches, but come on. No, no, we don't. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, they're not great. Um, Not in comparison to what I'm used to. Yeah. And I I love living here. I just really miss my family. That's the one thing. Oh, so you're just here alone? Yeah. Yeah. I moved here with my boyfriend, uh, which is great. But my family lives in Israel. So, yeah, I made that step by myself. Do you, you don't have to tell us where you live, but... What uh, what parts have you been to? You've been to Brooklyn, Queens, uh, so I Manhattan. I live in on the Upper East Side. Um, uh-huh. I've I've lived there, um, yeah, my entire time in Manhattan. Just because like things turned out to be that way, I got an apartment before from people that we knew, so it was easier to move in without even needing to look for apartments beforehand. I just had an apartment immediately when I arrived, thanks to um, family, friends that helped oh, um, to find a place. Yeah, which was great. But I've been, I've, I've visited a lot of areas in the city. I have to say that Queens is the place I visited the least, which upsets because me. Because it's confusing. Um, <laughs> You're not missing anything. It's, really? It's two, it's two I've, I've airports been to Sunnyside so Queens, Queens is two airports and the Mets. <laughs> and... The oh Mets are the reason you have two airports because you need to get out of there as fast as possible. The first game you see. <laughs> That's hilarious. Is Arthur Ashe Stadium over there? What? Ar- Arthur Ashe Stadium? Yeah. Okay, okay, so you tennis, got the tennis. tennis. Okay, so you but got still. one tennis. thing. 
Um, no, I, I've been there a couple of times, but not really. I haven't really traveled through the neighborhoods. Um, I've been to Brooklyn many times. Um, How do you like Brooklyn? Huh? How do you like Brooklyn? I love Brooklyn. Oh, um, really? You do hate I, it. I've never, I've been on this planet for a amount of years, and I've never uh. set foot in Brooklyn ever How until so? never until, until um last this, week until last weekend oh, wow. where so I went you were never at you never been to Coney Island never before never set you never been to like Brooklyn Aquarium never never ask this one never Gre- never wow. so nothing no so Pickle Vic went to Brooklyn Comic Con which was last weekend and then he told me about it so I'm like oh this is perfect I can I can go I can be the first time going and I went and it was so almost much didn't make it out of there oh it was so much fun <laughs> Because I went to the Comic Con, he Victor stayed for a little bit. Yeah, I left early because I had another errand I had to run, so I had to go back uh, home. And I heard there was stay the rest of the day. There was an after party I heard about, which is going to start at nine o'clock. The convention ends at seven, so I had like two hours to kill. And then I I was going to be by myself, and I'm I'm just going to wander around Brooklyn until the uh, uh, after party, which is at a beer garden. No, no. So what happened was Stephanie, friend of the show, our mutual friend. She's a she was a guest on the show a couple of times already. She texts me. She's like, "Are you still in Brooklyn?" I said, yes, I'm still in Brooklyn. You gotta. She's like, I just got out of work. I'll meet you there because she's from Brooklyn. She was going to show me around. So after seven o'clock, we had dinner and everything because it was her birthday. So I treated her to, birth- to like a birthday dinner and everything. And then we went to the um, after party. But the after party was closed. Like the health inspector was there and everything. So a bunch of cosplayers were like, let's go all bar hopping. So I just went with Captain America. I went with Yondu. I oh went my God. All these people. We went bar <laughs> hopping. Oh I we keep went, telling you these are fictional characters. <laughs> they don't exist. We went bar hopping. I don't know you drink. <laughs> and I'll show you pictures of, the, of me yes, having please. drinks with Captain America. Oh. No, Thor wasn't um, there. He was busy. <laughs> smoking some stuff with Yondu and then making some out stuff. with a Muppet. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's you know what? That's a highlight. Yes, absolutely. I'll definitely show you those pictures. You yes, please. <laughs> it was a uh, Gonzo uh, Cookie Monster. <laughs> is, it, is that a Muppet? No. Or am I confusing Gonzo? Sesame Street? Wait. Yes, Sesame Street. They're also Muppets. They're all Sesame okay. Street's they're Muppets. Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. All right. Okay. In Actually, Hebrew, okay. it's called Chabubot, which is a weird word. <laughs> all, all these, all the different nations have their own Sesame Street, right? Mm. Yeah, I think they do. Uh, do they? Well, Sesame like, Street would be Rehov Sumsum. Yeah, they Sesame have like, their own equivalent. Okay, so yeah. literal literal translation would be what? Well, what you just said. Rehov uh, is uh, street. That's how you say street. You say Rehov. Oh, okay. And Sum Sum is sesame. Oh, okay. Sesame you just say Literally. Sum Sum. Okay. I'll remember that one. Sum Sum, sesame. <laughs> it's very easy. I mean, why not? So if you, I don't know if you can see it from here. That's me and Captain America at the whiskey bar. Okay. <laughs> you can see that. posted on Instagram. Did you tag him? Yes, I did. Of course you did. And that's me and Yandu. Oh my god! And getting a shot of something—I don't know what it was. <laughs> Yonder is having a blast. Yeah, Yonder was the man. Yeah, he's Yonder a, is so. And that's me making out with a puppet. Wait, what puppet is, is that, that? Is that Peak, Pikachu Deadpool? Yes, it's Pikachu yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, it, it kind of looked like a combination <laughs> it's of Deadpool in a Pikachu. Deadpool costume. with like. <laughs> and a couple of my coworkers showed up. Was it the best night of your life? It was fun because we were all drinking, and Stephanie was getting me a lot to drink. She can drink anybody under the table. Under the table, under the, the floor. Over the table, outside, no matter what. And Al tries and to compete with her. he keeps thinking he can match her drink for drink. And he's like, oh, I've drunk with Marines under the table. I can beat her. And we can tell her him no. No, you can't. No, you can't. And you didn't. Long story short, it was a draw. That night. No, it wasn't. Ooh. She Lies. You. Lies. So she calls me. It's already 12.31 o'clock in the morning. Hey, Ray, I'm on my way. 
Okay, no problem. I hear this fool in the background. Is that Ray? Good old Ray. <laughs> Good old Ray. Ray, yeah. Drunk. Good old Ray. I hear him yelling in the background. And I'm like, is that Al? She's like, yes. Why are you? Oh, because he's staying at his parents, so we're going to share the Uber. Okay, but I hear him yelling in the background. Oh my gosh! Good old Ray. Because you, because maybe, because maybe that's your superpower that you can wake up the next day completely fine, no hangover or anything. No, he. I bought over. You do get effed up. I, uh, but well, he was, no, and absolutely, he was fine to the point where he got up, he he changed clothes, he walked the lake and came back, showered, and we went on about our day. Like he was fine. Okay. Long story short, it was a draw. It was a uh-huh. draw. It wasn't a draw. <laughs> yeah, I saw the receipt for all the drinks that she drank. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, can we yeah, can I get back to? That. Can we okay, neither can here we nor there to <laughs> our actual guest instead of so, Alice? No, I like <laughs> I'm yes. sorry, Adi. We no. sidetrack a lot. Yes, I love that. We got to get back to you. You said you've done performance and since since uh, now I'm uh, now that alcohol is getting to me. So <laughs> <laughs> when you do a strapito, the alcohol goes straight to your brain. Yeah, you've I done, know because I've done that. That's right. Yeah. You've done performances. Well, what kind of performances? Where have you been? Well, actually, I'm really excited because um, my first performance in the city was with Jarrell. Yeah, I mean, I've performed before that in um, a couple cabarets, but one of the first cabarets that I've done was the international cabaret that Jarrell is doing monthly, I suppose, with the World Voice Ensemble, um, with the beautiful Makie, his wife. And I got to that through backstage, and I got to know them, and I sang a couple songs in their night. And then a couple months later, they were working on their musical Angels at Work, and they were looking for new cast members. They actually offered me an audition for a different role, which is very interesting. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, Jarrell. Jarrell? <laughs> Do you remember? On the spot, buddy. Um, uh, we. I was offered uh, an audition for Angel Two. Oh. Um, and what happened? Because you had someone for um, yeah, they had. Uh, do you want to tell a little bit about Angels at Work? Um, um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 I do vaguely remember this. We offered you Angel Two. I think we had somebody else in mind for the waitress. You had someone else already planned, and then last minute cancellation or something i was actually sick i came back i was in israel for a couple weeks and i came back with sinusitis i don't even know i I had all the weirdest things (laughs) coming up from like flights um oh that's what and i was very sick so i couldn't make it to the audition for that role but they remembered my performance and i just sent them an email being like very apologetic about not being able to make it to the audition because i had no voice and I was moving apartments. It was a whole mess back then. And then Jarrell wrote to me that actually the person that they had for the main leading lady backed out. So if I wanted to do that role. And I was like, oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And we met yeah. for some sort of like rehearsal slash going over the song, seeing if it's something that fits me with our wonderful um, accompanist, Mina. And from there on, we just went with it yeah but yeah. you should tell a little bit about the musical because it's so great yeah um well i i have spoken about angels at work in this podcast and in past episodes you can give us an abridged version of that um, sure angels at work is uh, a musical that well, my wife's uh, one of her um students in japan my wife asked him when he graduated from college like what he wanted to be so he was like i want to be a writer and she was like okay well then write something we'll try to We'll try to produce it in New York City. So he, he wrote like a rough draft of Angels at Work. And then we 
we helped him like revise it. We all kind of became writers and put our hands in there. And I wrote the songs and the music or, or the translations. But anyway, Angels at Work is about people who are kind of shy and, and they're like crushing on each other, but they don't have like the courage to confess their love. So Adi's character is a waitress in a cafe. Mm-hmm. The other main character, um, she's the female lead. And then the, there's a male lead. In Act 1, it's all about them getting together. The, the male is a customer in the cafe. In, in the opening scene, he sings a song about asking if there are angels in the sky who save him from his lonely life. It's a really depressing number. Um, <laughs> The first number in really the show. Funny, Very really depressing funny, number. <laughs> there are angels. They're called angels. Tequila, Bacardi, <laughs> Jack Daniel, oh, the Lucid angels. Some Bacardi. Angels yeah. so, Absolutely. So these angels. Rum and Coke. That's right. So the angels oh. hear him and they come prancing on the stage and, you know, nobody can see the angels, of course. But, but for the rest of the show, these angels come into the cafe as different characters, trying crazy stunts to, to get them together and, and stuff like that. And Adi, you were the lead. Yeah, I was. Yay. Uh-huh. I <laughs> I yes. um I enjoyed that production so much because it was a my first production in the city that was a serious production performing in, in, on an off off Broadway show um on off off Broadway Way um, off. stage no, <laughs> no at all it's actually it was in um the Crane Theater which is a very known theater in the city um and we had two shows that were really successful I had an amazing cast and some of them are friends of mine up until today that I adore. And how and long have you been uh, acting? In general? Yeah. I've been acting since I can remember myself. But I've been, even in like children DVDs when I was 12 in Israel, I've done a commercial in Israel. I've, I've um, majored in theater at school and I was a part of a very known community theater program um, in Israel that did musicals. Some were original, some were famous, like 13 to musical. Wow. So you've um, been, you've had your heart and mind <laughs> set on acting yeah i remember i've always loved performing and it's funny because usually i I thought that i just loved singing a lot um and i remember then when i was 12 my mom took me to my bat mitzvah trip we flew to london and she took me to see shows in the west end and we saw fame and mamma mia and i remember sitting in the audience my eyes were wet from all the tears because and not because i was sad or i was just so moved by the performances and i looked at my mom i remember that day as if it was yesterday and i looked at her and i said this is what i want to do what i want to do with my life Mm. and from there on it was kind of interesting because when i joined my musical theater community group that's when i found out my acting abilities up until that point i was very much focused on singing more than acting i didn't know that that was um, an important thing for me and then i realized how much i'm in love with that and how much telling a story is important for me and i've done that since and then when i got to that program the director in that program is this person that his name is Idan Leeper. He was my director and he went to Amda, the school that I uh, graduated from recently. He went there and he told me that he thinks that's a school for me. So from the age of 14, I started having this dream that one day I'm going to be ready to get to New York City and study musical theater in that amazing school. And everything I've done since that age was towards that goal. And now I can say that I made a dream come true, which I think is kind of cool. That is so awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. What a great dream to have. And you actually accomplished it. That's so cool. Yeah. I I wish I had that. A lot of people. (laughs) No, here's the thing. I think that a lot of people 
don't dare to dream. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily that you don't have dreams. It's just that you don't dare to speak them out or not even to yourself. And to me, it was just something that I've always wanted. I didn't know if it's going to happen or not. Yes, of course, that I have a dream of being on a Broadway stage and basically being the new, uh, the next Gal Gadot, but the theater Gal Gadot. <laughs> of course, I have all those big, big dreams, but this was one of those and I accomplished it. And I've, I've known a lot of people that already told themselves in advance that th the odds are so slim that they don't want to go for the things that they really really want for their lives and i just think that's a shame because it's better regretting the things you you have done than regretting the things you haven't absolutely see you guys world domination see you guys are telling me that that's a wild dream but i'm telling you see this is an example if we'll, i dream it i can make it happen we'll put it on your bucket list dream Ray. dream dream yes. <laughs> i want to just backtrack uh just a little bit Yes. When uh, Jarrell and you were speaking about the angels at work. Yes. Um, you said that he called you and you guys rehearsed. You were trying to f figure out if the role was right for you or if it worked for you. What exactly did you mean by that? Oh, so the character that I'm playing has a couple of solos. So they wanted, I guess, to hear them on my voice. Because technically, yes, they did see me perform. But they only saw me performing once and specific songs that were not these songs. They didn't know if it's going to fit me. And, you know, that's kind of a big uh, risk to take, which I admire you guys for because honestly you didn't know me that well um it's not like they handed it over to me immediately they wanted to see who they have business with um so we went into a rehearsal room and mina that companies played the songs for me after i had the recordings already and the sheet music to go over and then i just sang the songs and it, it felt right it just felt really right i we had such a great time i remember that makia was like <laughs> cheering she was like thank god she was so happy yeah at that point I would have to say we weren't really testing to see if the show was right for you. You pretty much already had the part. You <laughs> we were just, I guess, going over the songs just to see like if the range was good for you. Because if it wasn't, we would have changed the key. <laughs> see, I thought it was like a test for me, but apparently I no. already had it. But I didn't come to the room in like in the attitude of like, oh, it's mine. I got this. <laughs> I came as if I'm going to an audition. So it was really great to leave the room and be like, oh, I just booked my first musical. Yeah. Yeah, at, at that time, I think Machier, after like hearing you perform at the at the, the cabaret, yeah. like she remembered you. Like she, when we watch people perform, we knew the, that the show was coming up, so we would like start thinking, oh, he would be good for that part, or mm -hmm. she would be good for that part. So she was, you know, thinking of you for something. I, at first, I don't remember why. At first, it was Angel Two, but anyway. <laughs> no, I just remember it. Yeah, um, no, I remember because I think you guys were looking for casting and you had someone already for the role. That's the only thing. She just like disappeared for like reasons Aww. unknown. She was like, um, I realize I have other commitments or something like that. Okay, well. Racist commitments? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. It was part of the magic of the show, I feel like. The fact that people were minorities and all that. It was great. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like the world voice ensemble. I to mean. give like, you know, people who, like, who might not have a voice or be able to express themselves through the traditional avenues of uh, stage and New York, you know, to give a chance to get themselves out there. Exactly, because yeah. a lot of people, um, I've been blessed because I truly think that my English is quite decent. Um, oh, it's, it's, it's better it's, than mine. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I watched a lot of movies when I grew up. You know how they say, like, don't let your children watch too much TV? Well, what do you know? I am a kid that watched TV all her life, and it I helped a lot. I watched a lot of Three Stooges. I don't know. Evil Ray? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so so i i i've been blessed and i also have a knack for uh languages but some people specifically people that come from japan it's such a different difficult language for them there's so there's so much to learn and the idea that there is a company out there that supports that and wants to help those people and give them an opportunity to perform it's just something that should be acknowledged and it's just it's just wonderful i felt amazing with that understanding that there's someone that wants to support us yeah, um, Jarell and, give and us, uh, stage opportunity. Uh-huh. I think it's yeah, I Thanks. truly do. I think <laughs> I I always every time that people talk to me about uh, my experience, I always cherish Angels at Work because I think it was a phenomenal opportunity for people like me who are internationals. And also, not the entire cast was not only internationals who are part of the cast. We had a couple people that were American yeah. who were fantastic, and they keep performing with you guys um, mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. They're really great. Some of them yeah. are and close go to karaoke <laughs> with uh, Jarrell on his birthday. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, not this past birthday, but in the past, past, years. past birthday. <laughs> so I have a, another question for you because I have a yes. list of questions here. I love it. You said theater acting. So I have here a difference between theater acting and I guess movie acting. I like with it. Act in front of the do camera. You like, do you like one more than the other? Um, I love that question. So here's the thing. I don't have necessarily a preference to which one I like most. I think they're very, very different. If I had to choose, I would choose theater just because the feeling of being on stage and getting the energy from the live audience is something that I would not replace with anything in the world. It's just, it's phenomenal, that feeling. It gives you so much excitement energy and i don't know it makes you feel alive i i I just love live theater so you've done Um, some screen stuff before i've done more mostly short films and things like that nothing too big i've done commercials i was a part of um, a big commercial in israel of um, their leading cable company called yes um i've done one of those (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's a yes in the united states but it's for specifically the new york yankees gotcha no i i I would assume that it's not that um (laughs) in in israel it's actually funny because both leading cable companies are yes and hot um that's how they're called um but yes yes is like yes is very known um hot 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 Hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not the same oh, either. No. That's, not, that's also else. very different. Not that hot. Um, so I've and I've also been after I um, after I finished my I've I've been to the military service in Israel and after I finished my service I went to an acting in front of camera class called Chabak which is an acting method by Ivana Chabak who's very famous. She taught a lot of um, famous Hollywood actors and that was most of my experience in front of a camera i think what i cherish about acting in front of camera for whether it's film tv commercial i don't know uh, i think what i cherish about that is the specificity of it all as an actor that's something that i really aspire to do is be specific with my actions i love how truthful that is i love that it's not about what you show it's what about it's it's about the work that you put yourself through with yourself and camera the camera gets everything in comparison to theater that sometimes you need to make things a little bit bigger bigger um, because you're on stage you need to project everything Um, the camera gets every little glimpse of your face so I think I cherish that kind of specificity and it's something that I would really want to work with if I had to say what I 
prefer, what I love most, I think it's theater. Theater has my heart. And I also love musical theater because it gives me the opportunity to combine acting and singing, which are the two things that I love doing most. Plus, you get like an immediate reaction. Exactly. Right? It's just, right? it, it just, it feels so fulfilling. But I wouldn't say that it means that I will refuse doing <laughs> film or TV. And I got to say that one of my biggest dreams, and it's a shame because it's kind of wearing out, is to do a sitcom because then you kind of get the best of both worlds because you get not all sitcoms these days have audiences but they used to have audiences all right. how i met your mother i think the big bang theory was the last one to have that yeah most of them um, don't really do these are what what you call uh what three camera sitcoms three cameras in a studio audience where it, it's you're performing live in front of people exactly. a lot of them these days are still situational but you know there's it's a it different feels, vibe exactly yeah. it feels completely different but i think that that was a really fun experience to have i think they're also doing it in like telenovelas and things like that if you have live audience in the room so you get to experience them and feel their reactions but you also have the cameras and it's something that's yeah that's been seen screens and all that so I think that would be a really cool experience if they go back to doing that Al nerd spork the movie (laughs) (laughs) we'll create a sitcom for you what do you know I I love that (laughs) unless I have to drink all those beers because then I don't know I'm going to do it Yes. Cassie. <laughs> Before we Cassie call. is in our co- well, she okay. asked, and we have to say. So <laughs> we sorry. have a we have a comic strip that we do in conjunction with the podcast, and one of the characters that we created for it is a talking little. You know, it's kind of an, an analog of Alexa, and her name is we call her Cassie instead. I, can, I forget what the an, the the uh, anagram was. SSI something. There there was a whole anagram for it but and basically she's like always plotting against the other characters and very very Sounds sinister, like sinister <laughs> evil vibe to it but she can't do anything because she's a speaker yeah she's basically just uh, a, a, a desktop speaker who she's just a like sentient. just you wait Alexa can do everything <laughs> she's a sentient speaker she's have you that. tried asking Alexa what do you want have you tried doing that is she here <laughs> yeah hold she on is I don't here, know so if we'll be able to hear it Alexa what do you want um, I don't know I can't hear Oh shit! It's a I like a cheesesteak and a side of fries. That's her answer. <laughs> you guys, whoever listens to me, no, I'm telling That's you, Cassie, if you, know? you ask her, if you ask her what she wants, she will always say cheesesteak and fries. She doesn't even change her mind. It's, I it's could go quite for a cheesesteak and fries. Right about now. <laughs> be good. Be good. She she has a whole personality, and she she is. She's shady, let me tell you. She's going to go Skynet on us. Just watch. <laughs> Any Adi, day now. You, you just scared me with that. I I'm didn't know so sorry. <laughs> I've had like deep conversations with her. That's why. I, we're, very, we're very familiar with each other. I have another question for you. Adi. Yes, please. I have here, how do you get over stage fright? Oh, I wow. get stage fright all the time. Because sometimes I have, in my regular job, whatever that is, I have to do presentations and stuff like that mm-hmm. in front of people. And I get really stage fright. But how I get over it is because the way I do it is if I know what I'm doing and I'm confident I know what I'm but have you to never present. know what you're doing yeah I do <laughs> sometimes <laughs> then I don't feel so nervous that kind of gives me the confidence to you know speak to these people uh, and sometimes I have to speak to like very high level people so that's how I get over it but I don't know how you would do that because you're actually performing <laughs> and singing you know your heart out to a bunch of strangers um, have you tried singing your presentations <laughs> <laughs> no I, I can't sing for the life of me I, <laughs> I can't hold the note with a gun to my head so you know how they say imagine everyone in their underwear yeah it doesn't help no <laughs> 
<laughs> it's I not a try thing. That. I, I tried it once and I just oh I, God, I started laughing horrible. on stage. That sounds I don't like think it would just take more focus. Than it can either else. be <laughs> it can either be like really amusing or really horrifying. Mm. You don't want to imagine those people in their. Yeah, underwear. you've seen. I've seen some uh, of the theater crowd. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I got you guys were part of that crowd. <laughs> yeah, but I was sitting in the back in the dark. <laughs> so to spare the actors. <laughs> well, it kind of reminds me of in my grandmother's 80th birthday a couple years back I was singing a song for my grandmother just a song in Hebrew of one of her favorite singers and I was very nervous before singing that even though most of the room was um, elderly people that couldn't care less how the song turned out and if I forgot lyrics or not but I was nervous and my dad asked me later on he was like asking me if I was nervous or not and I said that I was really really nervous and he said no matter what you do you have to go for that profession and for me my dad is a lawyer and he's very much of like a person of routine he likes waking up in the morning and having the same routine every single day so for him to support me like that and to tell me that I have to go for it I tried thinking what made him say that and over the years I thought about it and I know people that don't get nervous um, or at least are really good at hiding it they just they know technically what you need to tell yourself is that you've worked so hard and you've done that song or that monologue or that scene for so many times that there's no reason for anything to go badly because you need to trust your work and whatever is beyond your control it's beyond your control so you can't do anything about it and then you can trust yourself to just do whatever you know that you should do but I can't say that I'm calm before I go on stage every single time before I perform I can feel my heartbeat goes really really fast um my stomach hurts i usually i'm i'm a talkative person as you can tell and usually before performances i become so quiet and so like self-absorbed and like trying to go over everything because it's so important for me to find this calm state of mind if that makes sense if i i don't know the tips that i would give for that is truly to understand that things that are beyond your control are beyond your control so if something's gonna fall from the sky it's gonna fall from the sky and there's nothing you can do about it but the things, Go looting. but <laughs> to the way to get as least nervous as you can is just to go over your work and to make sure that you have everything on your side set i've done shows with people and jarell knows this i've done shows with people that were unexpected and didn't know their lines until like the last <laughs> until he wants to take the mic he, I, like until literally the day of the show people that didn't know their lines people didn't know, and it's very frustrating because you're dependent on those people I, so i agree yeah I, i've worked with people who haven't ever gotten their lines down and on the 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 day of the show before the audience comes they're looking at the script like reading the chorus song that everybody's singing and i'm like what is going on here? hiding the words like, <laughs> hiding the words in like a little bit a uh, little booklet that they hold <laughs> on the stage the, uh, I've, I've gone through a lot and that's difficult because you can't really count on other people to to be on the same page with you and sometimes people won't be as professional and won't do the work but you just need to count on yourself um, and most people that I've worked with I've been blessed were very professional and had some had more experience than me some had less but the people that had more have taught me a lot about how to prepare for a show to tell you that i'm not nervous i can't i was nervous before this podcast i'm always nervous <laughs> I, I i try to tell myself to use my mom said that to me to use positive words instead of negative so i feel like nervous is maybe a, a negative word so i try to say excited 
Yeah. No reason to be nervous around us. Trust me. <laughs> Excited, yes, because we're awesome. We're I mean, more you laid are. back. You so are. We are the most laid back people you'll ever meet. I love that. So, I question. I, Hold on. Sorry. Go ahead. You got a question. So you said that some people don't know their lines and you have to depend on them. Have you ever had an experience where you were performing and somebody screwed up and you had to like maybe ad lib or how do you deal with that? I had an experience with Jarrell. Like, not Jarrell himself. <laughs> no, 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 not Jarrell. Not I knew it. <laughs> I, didn't mean, I didn't mean that it was Jarrell, but in one of That's our That's exactly what we wanted to get at, is Jarrell. Um, in, in one of our productions, we went through that, and I've, 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 I've gone through that a couple of times, actually. Not a lot. Most, As I said, most of the productions that I've done, people were very professional, very on point, and we've had multiple rehearsals to make sure, multiple rehearsals to make sure that it doesn't happen often. But when you do, when you do go through something like that a probably you will know that the person can do something like that you'll either see it in a dress rehearsal because sometimes it's not because they're they don't care or they don't put a lot of work sometimes it's nerves yeah so you just freeze up people just like get really really nervous all of a sudden or something happens in your personal life we can never know at the end of the day we're all human we're not robots so we can't really control what's going to happen with live theater but a like a good way to start is improv which i i'm not good at i'm working on it but it's very important to be outside of your head and to be able to improvise in those difficult situations um and be just to if you know the story and for example if it's a person that has done that before then you're prepared for that situation and if it's a person that is doing it on the spot but you know the story and you know where the story should go then you just kind of move along with it like i had times that a cast member would forget their line and their line would be a cue for me to do something so i will just go for it because i'll see that it's not happening or i will if i saw that they didn't say something that another person should react to i will say it for them it's all about just being very um intuitive and listening to each other and making sure that you're on the same page do you want to add to that? <laughs> sure. I've been in a lot of situations where somebody dropped a line and... Or a scene. Sh- <laughs> or and a page or lo- something. And Jarrell loses his shit. No, no, no. <laughs> no, when I was younger, I used to like know all the parts. So I would like somehow cue them in to what they had to say by saying something that like led them into it. And then they'd be like, oh. <laughs> well, actually, I, but I, I remember during one performance... The angels got to a point where somebody missed a line and they didn't know who was supposed to say what next. And I felt I was just sitting there like as a customer in in the scene. And I knew I had a line coming up somewhere in like a few lines in the in the future. So I just jumped to my line because it, it was getting awkward. <laughs> but I also- and then afterwards, everybody was like, you skipped, Jarrell. I was like, because nobody was picking up the line. I think it's also different, though, because Jarrell was not only participating in the play. He was also like a part of the creative crew. Um, so then he lets himself more like skip or fix things because he can i think that obviously you need to be very very gentle with those kinds of things because i don't know if i as an actor would have done something like that on a show night because i wouldn't want to uh, jeopardize the plot or like it, it really depends i feel like it would be it's it's a risk to take sometimes it will be a good one and a healthy important one for 
the show to continue but he had the advantage of well he was a part of the creative crew so he could decide whatever he wanted to do basically and we all had to get like to cooperate well i just wanted to keep the dialogue flowing and then and then eventually they got back on track but maybe a couple lines were missed and then eventually they got to my part that was supposed to come again because they went they jumped back it was like a little confusing one of those nights but Addie always had her stuff together. That's why she made it to the <laughs> to the off Broadway performance, Yay. you know. And how many? And everybody plays? who had their stuff together made it to the off Broadway performance. What? How many plays have you done in total? I'm sorry. Who? You might have mentioned I, that already. I've done a few. I don't know exactly how many. I've done I've done musicals in the city. My um, most recent one was a production of Annie with Plaza Theatrical, um, and I was playing Lily St. Regis, the blonde. <laughs> the blonde woman who's a part of the scheme which was really fun because it was a very different role than who i am so i got a little challenge there <laughs> that was my most recent one. i've done a couple musicals i've done a couple of um straight plays that were really great with some i even traveled outside of the city which was really fun to rochester and to baltimore was great mainly theater productions i've done a couple festivals i've been a part of um the new york uh, new works festival with angels at work and i've done a musical called enlargement with the um, new york fringe festival and that's mainly it i've done a couple cabarets a couple of student films i i got my share of experience in that year that i'm so grateful for because i've met so many wonderful wonderful people from the industry and it opened a lot of doors for me so yeah who can say and not a lot of people can say that in like the year after they finish studying that they're able to go out there in the acting world and like be in these festivals where they're actually meeting broadway producers who are like judging them and you know watching them work it's a good way to network it was kind of quite an experience for all of us i remember that after we were done with the festival we were doing one of the international cabaret nights it was the 10th something like that 10th anniversary i don't know what it was and we went to rehearse and i went downstairs to get myself coffee and i was about to leave the place it was um space for a lot of rehearsals in midtown manhattan and i was about to leave and i went into an elevator and i met there there were two men in the elevator with me one of them i recognized because i auditioned for a musical that he wrote and i got a couple callbacks but i didn't end up doing the musical and he remembered me by my name and after we talked a little bit for a while to ask how things are going and what's new and what am i up to and all that he introduced me to the friend his friend that was next to him and the friend remembered me too because the friend was one of the judges in the competition of new work new york new work New York New Works Festival. He was one of the judges. So it was really amazing to see how all these networking connections are like getting together at the end of the day and you get to meet so many people. And it's important to leave a good impression and you can never know where those connections will take you. Joel and I are friends and I, I love his entire family and the people that I knew in Angels at Work, as I said, are still friends of mine. And a lot of people that I've met through those productions are people that I have either personal or professional relationships with which is amazing it's so good for the future now you did you said you do a lot of singing do you also do dancing (laughs) i mean i am definitely a mover i wouldn't call myself a dancer (laughs) i think that's important to say because (laughs) a lot of times until you get to new york city you think that maybe you can dance you tell yourself maybe i can do this and you take like some lessons and you're like (laughs) 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 but it's just it's true i got to emda and I, you study there tap, 
theater, dance, jazz, and ballet. Uh, unless you take the dance program and then you have more different types of dance. But overall, for musical theater, those are the four that you take. And you take them, each one is like, I think once a week, I'm not even sure. But you, you do a lot of intense work, a lot of physical work. And I've danced a lot and I've improved a lot when I was at EMDA. But still... You need to also be aware of yourself. I wouldn't go and audition for a chorus line and be in a room with dancers. That would be silly of me. I need to know what are my strengths and weaknesses and work by that. So some people some people will try and go for that. I think that my goal is to know what's right for me. I wish that I was a better dancer. I still take lessons once in a while because I think it's important and I've learned so much throughout my time at school. But to call myself a dancer, a stretch. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned earlier that when you were doing your play for um, Annie, yes. that you found that role challenging. What was one of the most challenging roles you've played? Okay, wow. Why? So yeah, so so yeah, Li- Lily was definitely one of the most challenging because I needed <laughs> the character is completely different than me. She is this dumb blonde. She has a New, New Jersey thick accent, and her voice is like super high pitched. She's very manipulative and she's a constant liar and I, I don't know it was just it I was, like her already yeah right <laughs> but she is so fun and she has so much confidence and I truly believe that to be able to play a role in a good way and to be authentic and truthful to the role you need to find yourself in the role and you need to find the role in yourself and those are different things obviously I don't have a lot in common with that character but a lot of actors play characters some actors are very much like um, they have like their type right but some actors play all kinds of roles like Meryl Streep she can do whatever she wants right Um, I think that it's important if you want to have an authentic approach to find something that's yours or else you're just copycatting someone else's choices and it just doesn't look good it doesn't look real so it was very tricky to find how do I connect to this character how can I find myself in it and with that work came the accent and the the pitch and the movement and just the feel of it and I noticed how in my everyday life the character influenced me because all of a sudden I had a little bit more confidence when I was walking down the street and I was like oh okay and if I had to say another role that challenged challenged me. I played in a play called The Spyglass 7. It was a play by Michael Siebold and it traveled both to Rochester, New York and Baltimore, Maryland. And the play's basically about Edgar Allan Poe and it's about him waking up to life in his grave. He's waking up and he's meeting for one night and he's meeting all of the women that were a part of his life. And I played his deceased wife, Virginia Clem, that I think she, yeah, she passed away when she was 24 years old uh, from tuberculosis. And the character suffers from mental illness. I don't necessarily think, I don't know if she suffered from that in real life, but she was, the character of mine was haunted because of Virginia Klempo. Because she was, there were rumors about um, Edgar cheating on her and she was his cousin. They had a very complex relationship. It was a whole thing. And this was a character that I felt like I had to do justice with because it's a person that really lived and it's not just creating a character from your own imagination and from nothing. It's someone that you should be truthful to. And 
to do all the research about her and to find that place in me uh, I needed to do for like two hours of the play I don't know if it's an hour and a half or something like that for the entirety of the play I had to say ever ever peaceful ever ever peaceful and I was wondering where those words came from and then when I researched it I saw that there was a poem that she wrote for Edgar that included those words and it's a beautiful poem by the way if anyone wants to look it up but we must it dramatically was read that poem <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was very interesting to go through something like that because mental illness is is a very delicate subject and it's not necessarily the that Virginia in real life suffered from it but the character was just haunted by its own demons and all the things that she's been through and she died in such a young age so they're trying to show that in the play she is basically haunted by her her own past and she didn't really get a closure so that was something very interesting to work on because the entire physicality of that was affected by my acting choices so it was very interesting yeah now you said uh, singing is more your forte than dancing yes <laughs> <laughs> do you have i always ask for someone who um, plays an instrument or sings or something like that has the musical talent behind them do you have like a favorite song that you like to sing or a warm-up song that you always warm up like a song that you always use to as a warm-up favorite audition Peace. <laughs> wow. I think it varies from time to time. I've recently been asked what's my favorite musical theater song, and I said Losing My Mind by Stephen Zondheim. That's a song that always gets me. I wouldn't say that it's my warm-up song, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's definitely a song that I always go back to, whether it's not necessarily auditions. I don't think it's necessarily the ultimate audition number, but it's just a song that speaks to my heart and I always go back to that's the one I can think about right now yeah I don't necessarily I also um, play guitar so I I enjoy lots of kinds of music it's not necessarily just musical theater department I love singing pop rock indie all kinds of things um, are you a Tool fan? do you like Tool? Tool? Do you know, do you know who Tool is? no <sighs> I'm so sorry. You're not a tool fan. He asked like, that of all our guests. Massive tool. Massive tool. It's my favorite. I'm, I'm into like the whole rock side of things, music, and Same. tool is like my all-time favorite band since I was like 13 years old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, do they sing any known songs? Like, can you just? Like, I guess not. To no, you. I'm asking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been obsessed. Li like lately, I've been listening a lot again to Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I love Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac has been my go-to in the past couple weeks. I actually, I don't know if you guys know that band. It's called the Weepies. Um, no, they Weepies, have no, a couple no. numbers that are really like uh, one of their one of their songs is my favorite song. It's called um, "The World Spins Madly On." Really, and I'd have a, to look that up. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece. Yeah, I listen to all kinds of stuff. I don't know exactly just to put my finger on like a favorite. Uh, my most recent number actually that I <laughs> just played for Jarrell in the car on our way here uh, is. It's called Another Life, and it's from Bridges of Madison County by Jason Robert Brown. It's just mm. a beautiful, beautiful song to die for that I'm working on right now. Cool. What would be your dream job in a play? Like, what would be your favorite play that you always wanted to be offered? Dream part. Dream part. Dream there you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow, I have a couple. Uh, I love. I would love... For now, if it was like in the next like year or two, I would love to play Natalie in Next to Normal. It's one of my favorite musicals. I would love to play that role. Um, <laughs> I always say that I wish I could play Kathy in the last five years, but the character is defined as Shiksa goddess, and I'm the most Jewish creature you can find around. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to play that character, but I love that musical. 
I would love to play Anastasia. Ooh. Yeah. Finally, I, a name I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, that's um, great. Anastasia, Anastasia is basically, um, it was my favorite movie growing up. I always thought it was Disney, but it's not because they didn't agree to do the movie and Fox took it. Mm. They said it was too scary. The people that created Hercules said that <laughs> Anastasia was too scary. Anastasia. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, they were like, no, 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 that's disturbing. And the musical is actually so different from the film. I was, I'm a big fan of the film. And then I, when I saw the musical, I was a little bit skeptical because I understood that it was more towards the realism side of it all. It's not necessarily the story as it happened because Anastasia is, the story of Anastasia is true. But it's, it took like more of the like Leningrad side of it all. There's no... No talking bat no in real life. No talking bat or Rasputin. <laughs> Rasputin is not a character. Did you know that Rasputin was a real person? Yeah. That he was... He was stabbed, <laughs> drowned, poisoned, shot, hanged, and I think dismembered. My kind of guy. Oh my gosh, he was insane. Down to. And apparently he went to Israel at some point, what was called back then Palestine, which is really funny to me. <laughs> but yeah, but it was like, they say that um, Anastasia's mother and Anastasia herself and her brothers slash sisters, I'm not sure, but like everyone was like, it was like a cult around him and Anastasia's father did not like that. So he deported him from the country. He was like, you have to leave. Hmm. Um, and everyone kept writing him letters, which I think is so funny that when they created the film for Fox, it was a whole like this devious character mm. this demon like creature that everyone like hated some mysticism behind it too like magic or something I wonder <laughs> I, I, well he did Rasputin in, in real life did say that he uh, had magic abilities but it was mm. just a part of his him creating a cult <laughs> wow. basically he wasn't the best guy right you would love him <laughs> like I said my kind of guy do you have you ever um, you, you might have mentioned this but I'll ask Anyway, any famous actors that you've met? That I've met. Or like to meet me? Or like to work with, potentially. Or like to work with, potentially. Honestly, I have to to say, I've, I've recently seen um, Tootsie on Broadway. And first, Santina, who plays the um, uh, main lead, he is phenomenal. But there's the actress, Sarah Stiles. And apparently, she's an MDA alumni. I did not know this when I saw the show. She gives the performance of a lifetime. She sings this patter song in the show called What's Gonna Happen. And she's insane. She's just wonderful. She sings so fast fast and so well and her character is so specific i just i looked at her on stage and i was like i want to do that i want to be that i don't know i i just i need that and i met her outside i waited for her at the stage door and i talked to her and i was just so overwhelmed at how modest and kind she was to say if there's a an actor that i met i met a couple because of being like in the city and seeing the shows i try to go to the back door not necessarily uh, even though i am fangirling all the way i i usually do that if I have an actor that I want to say like that it's so important to me to say a compliment to that I stay for that specifically in the winter have you tried doing the backstage door during like I've only been to like a handful of plays myself gotcha mm. um, it's, it's, it's just when it snows it's like I'm not gonna stay outside <laughs> but I've, I've met a couple of actors in the city or people that are like artists composers writers and it's, it's a ball it's just it's it's beyond words can explain for um, this little girl from Israel um, that used to watch all those videos on YouTube now to see them and be in on the same area. <laughs> Do you have like an idol or someone you aspire look up to? Hmm. Recently, the two well, the two names that go to 
up to my mind right now are Sutton Foster because she is so modest and wonderful and because she has done both Broadway shows and a TV show. So for me, it's like, ugh, she's killing it. Mm. And I, I also enjoy a lot of the roles that she played. I could see myself doing, except for the fact that she is a phenomenal tapper, which I'm not. But Sutton Foster is definitely someone that I look up to because she is so down to earth and modest, even though she's done so much. And someone else is Christy Altomare. She played Anastasia uh, in the last run on Broadway and she played it. She was literally there every day. I don't even know if they have like an understudy for her. She was always there, mm. always performing. She's done a lot of roles that I aspire to do. Even Sue and Carrie, which is a mus an underrated musical that was on Off-Broadway and was really great. But she's also a very down-to-earth performer. I just, I really look up to all those great talents out there that are still staying very down-to-earth, very respectful and grateful for all the things that they're doing. I think it's so important and it's very easy to lose because you can get really, you're going to like it, Ray. There's a saying in Hebrew that you say that, <laughs> are you ready for it? Yes. That the piss goes all the way to your head. Yes. That's a saying? <laughs> what that sounds means? You're aiming in the wrong direction. <laughs> that sounds like it hurts. Basically, what it means, basically what it means is when you just get very like overexcited by like over yourself because of your accomplishments so for example if you get a broadway role and you get so excited and so hype about that and you start thinking that you're better than everyone else and all that then you, you say the you, piss came all the way to his brain or all the go. way to his head your shit don't stink there you go yeah, that's the equivalent, that's the equivalent. <laughs> amazing um, i got one more question for yes. you and then we can wrap it up and i asked this question oh, i'm sorry i keep i'm apologize to my microphone oh sorry microphone. i call it black mambo it's blue. Mambo. That's for musical theater as well. Is it? West Side Story. Well, he said Mamba, Mamba. not Mamba. Mamba. Oh, I got excited. Mamba. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's usually what happens when people say Black Mamba. <laughs> that's what happens after you. How did you call it? Straw. Straw pedo. Straw pedo. Straw pedo. Like striptease. Okay. That's scary. No, more like straw and torpedo. Torpedo. What is torpedo? I, I like that one. What is better. torpedo? Strip-edo? Yeah, no, I like that. I want to know what strippedo is. Torpedo is a rocket that comes out of a submarine. Oh. A missile. Yeah, like fire the torpedoes. Uh, fire the torpedoes. Now everyone knows I don't know what that is. Edit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We didn't know about half the stuff you were talking about. <laughs> we all learned something today. But it's good to it's good to learn it's something. It's a very from learning it. experience. I've learned a lot we have today. To, I learned what torpedo is today. <laughs> but now we Stop have it. we have to invent stripedoing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Not with you yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I always ask this question of every guest we've had here. Who is your favorite superhero and why? I have an official answer and an unofficial answer. Let's go with both. Okay. So my official answer is Superman because he is my brother's <laughs> favorite. And like my brother hasn't, my brother is 36 years old and he is obsessed with Superman to the extent that like he has everything you can think of of Superman. He has forced me to watch the old films so many times I can't even remember how many. Well, the old stuff um, is better than some of the new The stuff. old stuff is so good. It's except, so except good. Except for. <laughs> Christopher Reeve. The quest, the quest Christopher Reeve is so good. Oh yeah. my God, he's amazing. I love him. Yeah, but the quest so for peace was a travesty. <laughs> you, you see, that's, you need to have a conversation with my brother. Um, so, like, so that's the official answer, but the non-official is Spider-Man because he's so fucking cool. Oh, sorry, effing cool. That's all right. He's so, he's just, he's just so cool. I love Peter Parker. I think he's such a cute guy. And then when he goes and becomes Spidey, he's just so 
cool and funny and sarcastic and I just could see myself being like yeah I'm in love with you <laughs> and I think that's important I know and he's also very strong and very flexible and I don't like the whole spider thing <laughs> but I can go me. with it <laughs> <laughs> but um, follow up question yes what's your favorite of the, the Spider-Man actors oh I thought you were going to say from the Marvel um, no no, no let's say, we'll, we'll go with the acting thing which is your favorite Spider-Man my favorite Spider-Man probably Tobey Maguire yes I'm so totally not, a, not a bad answer I not love Tobey I love Tobey so much. I don't love Kirsten Dunst though, but I love Toby. Uh, no, don't edit that. <laughs> I love her. She's great. <laughs> if you're listening, Kirsten Dunst. I, I, I just I don't think she's great for that role, but she's great in general. Don't burn bridges with Kirsten. Yeah, she, she's great because she's so fantastic. I just I think that I'm I'm just have a really big crush on Toby, so I'm just jealous. That's basically it. Now, you, usually, as a follow-up to that, I usually say how Wolverine can kick their ass, but unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think Wolverine can beat up Superman. <laughs> That's right. Because Wolverine is well, my favorite. Well, do you have Kryptonite? <sighs> no, he has Edamon. Wolverine. Yeah. Wol- <laughs> Wolverine's cool. He wouldn't want to go for that. He would try to, you know, he's a man. He'll try to man up with Superman, but Wait, obviously. Wait, yours is Wolverine? Yeah. What, or what about you guys? Superman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thor. I like to beat people with a hammer. Uh, <laughs> I also lean to Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Yeah. He's so cool. And Jarrell? I'd probably have to go with Superman. <laughs> Superman and Spider-Man are my favorites, definitely. I feel like Marvel is great and all, but also like like if I had to choose someone from Marvel, I'll choose the Hulk. <laughs> so, so I'm not the best with that. Girl, my so, second favorite is Aquaman. Aquaman? Have Jason you seen the Momoa. movie? No, she means Jason Momoa. Mostly Jason. Yeah, but we can talk about Jason. But Aquaman, is your, Aquaman is your favorite let's, Jason Let's Momoa. talk about him in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Dracarys. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's it. I think we had a great time. Thank you so guests. much for having me. Did you have fun? Oh, my gosh. Did I you have a blast. blast? I had a blast. I had a blast. Because I'm absorbing your energy Ooh, there. And I was... Take it. Like yes. bleach. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And I learned something. I think I can act like I care now. <laughs> I hope you come back. Absolutely. We can talk about any other things that you've done. Maybe yes. new new parts that you've taken and stuff like that. Yes, so, please. Yes, that would be fun. Uh, at this point, Jarrell. Yes? Should I mention the website? Go for it, Al. Before I do that, actually, I just wanted to say thank you, everybody who listens to us. Mm. Keep commenting and rating and subscribing i see you guys doing that you guys are pinging us so thank you very much for that Jarrell, you did say the thing right the um mention the website thing yes so you can find us and all our content on nerdsport.com yes i said nerdsport.com Jarrell, nerdsport.com you can find us there you can find us on instagram and twitter's at nerdsport i am one of your hosts this is al jen Jarrell, Yvore, Picklevick, and Adi. Yay, thank you, Adi, <laughs> for you. joining us. Yay. I hope you had fun. Come back, please. Absolutely. We'll do it again. And maybe we'll play games next time. As we long like as I can play arcade games, I'm, I'm down. You, are abs- you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> thank you again for listening. Have a great day, everybody. See ya. <laughs>